and I'm just going to simply preach on the armor of God today. Why don't we lift our hands and love the Lord in this sanctuary right now. We love you, Jesus. Lord, we magnify your holy name. Let your power, let your blessings, let your anointing. We'll reach over to somebody beside you. I know we've already done it once, but reach over to somebody beside you and connect their faith with their your faith. We love you, Jesus. Come on, somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. And while you're giving a shout of praise, why don't you give him a physical shout? Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Shout unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. We are in a battle. It's not a physical battle. It's a spiritual battle. And the enemy of our soul wants to destroy us. Do you know that? He wants to do everything he can to discourage us, knock us down, tempt us, stop us, get us to turn around, turn back, give up, throw in the towel and quit. He does everything possible. He will do anything that he can. He will use any device and any tool at his disposal to try to destroy us. He'll use things that are seen and he will use things that are unseen. He will use words that are spoken and he will use words that are unspoken. He will use a look from someone else or, a, or possibly a whisper or a misunderstanding or whatever it is. He will, he will do anything to try to destroy us. How many believe that? Amen. He will cause the grass to be greener on the other side of the fence. He will make that place and that opportunity and that position look so much better. Hallelujah. Let me tell you the reason why the grass is so green over there is because there's a septic tank right there. Amen. I said this a few months ago, and I believe it with all of my heart. I'm not going to let the devil, I'm not going to let people, I'm not going to let circumstances, I'm not going to let anything or anyone remove me from this place until I see the blessings of God fulfilled that He has promised. Amen.
To win this spiritual battle, the Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, we must put on the whole armor of God. Amen. Brother Swift said it when he came into my office this morning to give a testimony of what God is going to do. He told his wife, he said, I got my war clothes on. Do you have yours on too? And she said, yes, I do. And he explained it like this to me. Brother Swift said, he told her, I don't get in a car with just three tires. He said, but I make sure there's four good ones when I get in it to drive somewhere. Hallelujah. Just like Paul told us, we've got to put on the whole armor of God. Hallelujah. If you've got one piece of the equipment, it's not going to do you much good. If you've just got one tire on the car, it's not going to get you very far. If you're just fighting the enemy with a shield and no helmet and no sword and no prayer and none of the other things that come with it, you're not going to get very far. Hallelujah. But the apostle said, we put on the whole armor of God. And it wasn't an accident that he would write later that he also put on Christ. Hallelujah. When I put on the armor of God, I'm putting on Christ. Hallelujah. And he has control. He has full dominion over my life. And the enemy, he thinks he can touch me. He does his best to assault me. He tries to come against me with every device possible. Hallelujah. But I'm here to let the devil know, shoot all the fiery darts you want to. Come against me any way you can. Hallelujah. But I'm protected with the whole armor. Ephesians chapter 6 and 13 and 18. We're familiar with this scripture. It says, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand the evil day, having done all to stand. Amen. We interpret this scripture sometime as saying, after we've done all, we still stand. That's not what the scripture says. It says that ye may be able to withstand the evil day, Having done all, to stand. You do all to stand. Amen. What do we do all when we do all to stand? We're putting it all on. He would say in verse 14, Stand therefore having your loins gird with the, with, about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, 
and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And this is the most powerful thing that we can do, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Jude said, I build up my most holy faith by praying in the Spirit. Hallelujah. I pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We pray in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance. Amen. Brother Anthony said it today. Nothing's going to separate us from the love which is in Christ Jesus. we got to have a made-up mind. I've got a made-up mind. I'm not turning back. And supplication for the saints. Hallelujah. I know you think it's something that I just do to fill up space. I know you think it's something that I just do as just a, a, a pastoral, you know, we got all these catch things we do. But I just don't do it just to do it when I say, find somebody to pray with. Because we are praying with supplication for and with the saints. There is something powerful when a saint Praise for another saint. There is something powerful that happens. Hallelujah. When a brother is hurting, Brother Anthony, and a sister is hurting, and we pray with perseverance and supplications for all saints. Hallelujah. God shows up, and he shows out on our behalf. Hallelujah. And that's what I want him to do. So I don't want you to just think, I'm just doing this to fill up space, or I'm just doing this because it's just a routine or just uh, something that we do here in church but there's something so powerful when I link my faith with another brother or another sister come on I'm thankful for the prayers of the saints I'm thankful for the prayers of the saints this is what the prayers of the saints do. I sat down by Sister Nicole today. Uh, we had a little ca casual conversation. I looked at her and said, my back is hurting today. I didn't have to ask her. I didn't even know she was going to do it. But you know what she did? She laid her hand on my back, on my shoulder, and began to pray for me right there that's the prayer of the saints that's the prayer of the saints that's the prayer of the saints that's the spirit that we have to get into the church I didn't have to ask her she knew I had a need. I didn't tell her that to get any sympathy or, 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 or for her to do anything for me. But something in her welled up and said, I'm going to pray that God would touch him. Hallelujah. And you know what? I, I, I'm still hurting right now, but I'm going to believe that God is going to heal me and touch me. So I'm going to shout in advance. 
for the healing that God has given me. I'm going to praise God for what he's going to do. Hallelujah. There's something powerful about the prayers of the saints. This is how we stand against the tricks or the wiles of the devil. Hallelujah. The apostle said we have the girdle of truth. Satan is a liar. But those who live according to truth, he will and cannot defeat. John chapter 8 and verse 32 says... And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. The girdle was a belt that held all the parts of the armor together. And it also held the sword. The loins, the middle section, was the center point of the physical core of the body. It was the seat of power. How many's ever heard that before? My back hurts, the doctor would say, you need to exercise your core a little bit. Amen. My legs are sore, exercise your core a little bit. I'm saying, doc, give me a pill, I don't want to exercise. <laughs> My dad used to say he would... Uh, Tell my mom to put the remote control between his feet so he could do setups. <laughs> it's the seed of power. Unless we live in truth, we have no right to use the word of truth. Once a lie gets into the life of the believer, Everything begins to fall apart. Don't let a lie come into your life. Don't let the enemy tell you that God's word and God's promises are not true. They are. Don't believe the lie of the enemy. Don't let somebody else come and speak a lie into your life. Hallelujah. Because everything begins to fall apart in our lives when we allow a lie or distruth or something that's not accurate to begin to grow. Everything falls apart. Hallelujah. So we have to have that girdle or that belt of truth. Paul would mention the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate was... A metal plate that covered the upper body in the front or the back. Satan, the accuser, is the accuser. But he cannot accuse the believer who is living a godly life that is full of the spirit and power. Amen. And he will try to assault us. That's why the breastplate covered the front and the back. Amen. And most of the time, the devil doesn't come head on. 
but he comes from behind. Hallelujah. Be aware of those people or those things or those things that will come into your life that are not before you, that sneak up behind you. Hallelujah. Because they are not from God. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 4 and 24 says that ye put on the new man and that ye put on the new man which after God is uh, which after God is created in the right in, in righteousness and true holiness that's what the blessed breastplate of righteousness is hallelujah it's God and we are created as a new man in him hallelujah the life we live is 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 either fortified against the attack of the enemy or we are left vulnerable hallelujah I don't want to be vulnerable against the attack of the enemy I want to have everything on that I can that will protect me He mentioned the, the sandals of the gospel. Brother Anthony preached about the gospel today. The Roman soldiers' leather sandals were bound around their ankles and they were studded so their feet would not slip into battle. And if we are going to be secure, our feet cannot slip. Amen. We got a lot of slipping Christians around here sometimes. We got a lot of slippery Christians in the church. We slide in and we slide out and we go here and we go there. And, and when the battle comes and the enemy comes against us, you know what? We cannot stand because we have not put on the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. Brother Anthony said the gospel was good news. It's not, it's not hurtful. It doesn't hinder us, but it helps us. Hallelujah. And it does not come become the gospel of peace until when we hear it. It becomes the gospel of peace when we obey it. Romans chapter 1 and 5 says, Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 1 and 20 says, And having made peace through the blood of, the, of His cross by Him to reconcile all things unto Him, Himself by Him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. We can stand against the attack of the devil, hallelujah, because we know that we have the gospel. I've got the gospel. I've got the good news. I've got to proclaim it, and I've got to believe it. I just can't hear it, but I've got to obey it. Hallelujah. Sister Dorothy and I were talking about this just a little bit before church while she was in the Sunday school office. And, and uh, I had mentioned to the fact that, and you all do this, you, everybody does this, and I appreciate this church. I love this church. They take good care of me and take good care of everything. And when we're gone, everything is just beautiful and, 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 and everything is just taken care of in such a special way. That uh, I, I, I was telling Sister Dorothy that even before I left, 
Sister JJ was sending me text messages on Saturday. She was going on vacation herself, and she was sending me text messages reminding me and telling me things that I needed to do, helping me. I said, hey, hey, uh, you're on vacation. Don't worry about all that. And she said, well, I just want to make sure you're covered. Everything's good. Sister Dorothy said, well, that's how we were raised. Um, that's how we did things. She said, that's what Brother Dylan used to do. He held leadership and he held people to this high standard and this place of obedience. And I mentioned this. I said, uh, I'm thankful for that, but that's not the culture in the world today. People want to hear, but they don't want to obey. And they sure don't want a preacher telling them what to do. Most of the time, people get upset at the preacher. Most of the time, the gospel is not good news to you. It's bad news. I can't do this. I can't go there. I can't wear this. I need to cut this. I need to shave that. I need to look like this. I, I, I can't... I, I can't fit in this way. I need to show up and I need to do this. And, 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 and those are things that we have to submit ourselves and our will to. I've got to submit myself to the gospel. It's not just the gospel that, that, that is saving to salvation, Brother Anthony, but it's the gospel that keeps me saved. It keeps me saved. It's not just the gospel I hear that allows me to understand that I've got to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, but it's somebody that will stand up and say, don't do this and don't do that and don't go there because the enemy is out to get you. I want to obey. I want to be obedient. I want to be obedient to what God spoke and what God says. The shield of faith. The shield was used usually about four foot by two foot. Made of wood and covered with tough leather. It protected the soldier from arrows. The edge of the shield was uh, constructed so that uh, it would interlock with another soldier's shield. And they could form a defense wall. David said in Psalms chapter 3 and 3, O Lord, thou art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Hallelujah. The shield is for protection against the fiery darts of the enemy. Hallelujah. But one shield, one shield will only go so far. But another shield will go a little bit further. If I connect this shield with my shield, and if I connect that shield with this shield, and if I connect another shield with another shield. You know what? I've just formed a wall of defense. Hallelujah. 
That's why the church is so important. That's why the body is so important. That's why brothers and sisters are so important. I can't make it by myself, but I've got to have somebody. I've got to lock arms with the church. Hallelujah. So that I can withstand the fiery darts. talked about the helmet of salvation the helmet was made out of bronze or metal and it was covered with some sort of animal skin often it was furnished with a visor that would protect your faith the mind and the head and the spirit has to be covered it refers to the control center of our hearts, girding up the loins of our mind, taking into captivity every imagination that exalts itself against God. Hallelujah. Feeling things that we're not supposed to feel and thinking things that we're not supposed to think and, 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 and going down possibilities that should not even be there, we let our minds be covered. Amen. I don't want things to come into my mind. I don't want things to come into my mind that shouldn't be there. Hallelujah. I don't want to live this up and down roller coaster of my feelings. Do you know our feelings are not from our heart, but they are from our minds? I have to make a choice. I want to consistently serve God. I want to love God. I want my mind and my heart and my spirit to be guarded. I, want, I don't want this head, this controllable thing, this, this uncontrollable thing, excuse me, to, to, to have thoughts and imaginations and things that, that uh, affect my feelings and my emotions. We do this by letting this mind the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 2 and 5, Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and 7, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Hallelujah. We must have God's protection over our minds. The sword of the Spirit. The sword was the only offensive weapon God has equipped us with. But it's enough because it's the word of God. Hebrews chapter 12 and 4 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of sunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. It is a discerner of thoughts and the intents of the hearts. The Word of God becomes alive 
when we allow it to become alive. Hallelujah. I want the preached word. I don't want to just be a hearer of the word, but I want to be a doer of the word. Hallelujah. I don't want to get upset at the mailman, the pastor, the preacher, or the evangelist when he tells me something that I don't want to hear, even though I need to hear it, but I want to receive it. And finally, praying always. I already mentioned this. Prayer is the strength that takes us into battle. We cannot fight against the enemy. The devil will destroy us if we go on our own strength. But we have to have the strength of prayer. I've got to pray every day. I make up my mind. I pray every day. Hallelujah. There's something that happens when I don't pray. There's something that wells up in me. I used to say this all the time. And uh, uh, somebody who doesn't go to our church anymore, they got mad when I said it. I used to say, I'm one or two prayer meetings from being backslid and they said you shouldn't say that I said well that's just how it is because when I'm not praying you probably don't like me and if I'm not praying I'm sure not going to like you We got to pray. More than just I lay me down to sleep. More than just a few minutes here or there. But we got to get ourselves. We've got to enter into some prayer closets. We got to shut some doors and shut some people out. Because we need strength for the battle. Prayer makes us strong. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and 4 says, For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God, through the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. I can pull down strongholds. I can pull down principalities and power. I can take dominion over authority. pray not only do we need to pray for ourselves but we need to pray for others Job chapter 42 and 10 says and the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends and also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before hallelujah we are in a spiritual battle. I want to remind us again. The enemy wants to destroy us. But God has equipped us. God has equipped us. We are equipped. There's not a task that we can't accomplish. There's not a battle that we cannot win. There's not a hill that we cannot take. Hallelujah. There is no enemy that we cannot destroy. Hallelujah. God has equipped us. Hallelujah. So that we could stand against the devices of the enemy.
I don't know why God told me to preach this. I was going to preach that two Wednesdays ago. I was ready to go. I even read the scripture. But the Lord did something else, and I'm thankful he did. I believe it's because we need a reminder. We need a reminder that we've got everything at our disposal that we need to be victorious. Hallelujah. I'm not just going to put on the helmet and leave off the belt. Amen. If I didn't have my belt on today, y'all may not want to see what had happened. I wouldn't want to put on the belt without the breastplate. Because you know what? There's some people behind me. Not these people. There may be someone behind me trying to assault me. I wouldn't want to put on the breastplate or the belt. Because my feet might slip into battle. Job said in the tragedy of all his life, he said, my feet did not slip. And I did not fall back on my steps, but I kept moving forward. That's why we have to have our feet shod with the gospel of peace so that we can move forward. Move forward in obedience. Move forward in sacrifice move forward in the promises that God has before us I've got to have the shield I've got to lock my shield with a brother or sister hallelujah I've got to have those things I've got to have the sword of the spirit the word of God I've got to pray always with all supplication with all saints Hallelujah. We are victorious. Come on, I want to remind you today, you are victorious. You are victorious. Amen. Our praise singers are going to sing this song just for a few moments. And I want us just to bask just for a few moments in the glory and the victory that God has given us.